Welcome to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Now, if you haven't been here, this is how it works. We travel the country getting into the hearts and into the minds of dads and talking with them about why it's important to dream. We share some stories and talk about how it is being dad and being a dreamer at the same time. The stories are incredible. The message is inspiring and hopefully you enjoy them as much as we do. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. It's okay if there's back noise like that. It works for the aesthetic of the episode anyway. So the baby oh, yeah. <laughs> is totally fine. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. She that. she 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 don't be playing. She be, yeah she yeah she's very she's very vocal. It's like my Sorry. favorite thing because like I'm already knowing. I'm like I'm telling like yeah like what's going on like tell me everything because I mean that's how I feel like I was as a kid. I didn't talk that much unless it's like. I wanted something that was uncomfortable. Like, I'm just like, oh, perfect. Like, you tell me what's up. Like, it's great. Yeah. It, 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 I can see it on your face how excited you are about it. All right, let's oh. get into it. Let me get a beat and then, and then I'll step in. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of After Bedtime, the Black American Dad podcast. Thank you guys so much for always listening, for always championing, for always supporting Black fathers. Uh, and we got a new, 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 new father today. Uh, this is somebody that I've known for quite some time, an amazing artist, uh, an incredible human being, and has such an expression with the way he can put words together. Uh, Xavier Styles, What's up, brother? How are you, sir? <laughs> Thanks, sir. It was like the nicest intro, bro. <laughs> like, I really, you know, I, I try to show love the best way. But for real, y'all, don't let this man try to act like he's like, not doing it. This man is, has had credits underneath his name as a writer. He is working currently with Disney. He's doing some huge things, uh, but he's a new dad. And that's the, the most important thing. And that's the most exciting thing. And we want to be able to talk with him a little bit. So first, what we always start out with Xavier is very simple. You tell the people your name, you tell the people where you're at. Uh, and you also tell them what time is bedtime for your kids. So this will be a fun one. For you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's Xavier Styles, uh, writer, producer, director, overall creative artist. Eat more apples. We have a release coming this Friday. Um, actors. Eat more apples, too. Y'all. But like, I mean, just creative, just in general. Um, coming out of LA, was born in Los Angeles, but grew up in St. Louis. So STLA is kind of like the vibe or whatever. Um, the time that she goes to bed, that is like, I mean, right now I'm a newborn, so it's it's up to her. But like, I say like, nine. congrats for the newborn. Oh, thank you, thank you. She's perfect. She's literally perfect. Like, I look at her, I'm like, oh my god, like, like we made one of these, it's like nuts. Like, you're starting to look like you can see like a little bit of you and her and stuff like that. It was crazy, like. Just even like how she gets pissed off, like, and she wants stuff. I'm just like, oh, that's <laughs> like that's me in there. Like, it's like it's kind of it's definitely still fresh and still in that like that area of just like learning and getting. But I think it's for me like a lot of dads maybe are maybe not. I'm just I think I have to work on not thinking about the future because I'm already like, oh, we can't. We're gonna go here. We're gonna go see these animals. You're gonna learn about alphabet. You're gonna like. But now we're just working on feeding properly and like getting her you know getting her down and like working on just working on that sleep schedule but she's i mean she's pretty good like we're like 9 30 9 30 
and then one, and then sometimes three, <laughs> and then <laughs> something like that is when she goes that. It's like a cluster situation. Listen, hey, first is one step at a time. I know you're already thinking about what she's gonna be doing, but that happens with every dad. I can tell you oh, that. I can't 100%. help it, bro. Yeah, it's like, all right, now I need to think about everything that's gonna be happening through the course of her life and things like that. So, like, but definitely, like, that's normal. So, don't feel <laughs> like that. That's out of place. It's totally normal. It's actually a good thing that you're starting to think that way. Uh, and the bedtime thing, man. Like, honestly. I, I, I was just asking you just to see how you were going to answer it. I know that the bedtime <laughs> with an infant is going to be, especially with a newborn, it's going to be all over the place. Uh, especially because you got to feed them in the middle of the night. You got to wake up and do all these things. They're going to cry, you know. So, like, how are you sleeping? How are you handling the first few weeks of this? I mean, look, I, I, we've had, we've been very, very blessed because, like, we have, like, our grandparents who, like, pulled up, like, her mom and sister came, like, the first couple of weeks, so we had, like, support, and so then we had our first little, like, five-week, I mean, a five-day streak or a week uh, streak where it was, like, just us, and we're, like, all right, but then my mom came, like, after that week, so we've been able to, like, regulate pretty well. I mean, it's definitely not the easiest sleep schedule ever, but, like, for me, and her, like, the mom, like, she was a dancer, so, like, and world touring, so I feel like, and she traveled a lot, so I feel like her schedule of sleep is interesting, and then I was a bouncer, and also from the producing, like, and the TV making, like, my sleep schedule is, like, kind of was gnarly anyway, so in a way, her little pockets work for us, because we're just like, <laughs> oh, like, my body is just like, oh, it's like, one o'clock, all right, bet, like, or if it's, like, 3 a.m. I'm kind of like, okay, guess what? Like, I guess I'll start my day because I was a 5 a.m. type person anyway to get like going, getting like my either on writing or like trying to go to the gym or like just clean the house for the before the dogs like and stuff get crazy and start dirtying everything up. Like, so I was already up. So it's really just like all it's all over the place, but in a weird way, like fits. <laughs> the pockets like really well like if you just knock out that like i know in like a few months or something she knock out that like that one o'clock man we'll probably be chilling <laughs> you're on the right pace man like you got it you're starting to really like figure out how you oh. can get these things set up that's that's exactly how it oh, is of course. it's like you know like that's like very promising and i can tell that like you're going to be successful with and being able to manage the <laughs> the sleeping aspects of it and, and that's great but like you know everything aligned you guys are working really well through it seems like you guys are doing okay with that take me through like what uh it was like for you to see your daughter for the first time oh man i mean I don't know how like these answers go, but I'm gonna try and keep it a buck. Like it was keep it hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I mean, for me, because I mean, we had a like uh, Kelsey, like she had like eighty plus hours like labor, and then also ended in a C-section, which was like, like kind of like I guess normal, but like we really had like a really good team around us and working and stuff like that. But I feel like they don't talk about that as much as they should with like dads because like I was present like the whole time like doing the work and stuff doing the position changes trying to like walk her through like what our birthing plan was and like everything like that so there was a lot of energy going up to that moment <laughs> like there was so much happening like just from a standpoint of like what she's going through caring about like make sure she's safe and like you're being a good advocate good partner and spouse and stuff like that and then like 
everything is crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, like you go from two people in a room, all of a sudden there's like 10 people in the room at the hospital and you're like, all right. And then it's like getting whisked away and then you're trying to manage, manage, manage. And then all of a sudden you just hear like screaming and like all of that. And it was just like, when you see her, it's just like, I think for me, it was, it was like, kind of like, okay, is everybody okay or whatever? Like first. And then once it was just like, Hey, like dad, do you want to come see her or whatever? I think I remember Kelsey literally just being like, go check on her. Cause like, just genuinely, like, I think mom's just like, be like, Oh, six years, he's fine. And then I'm just like, you okay, you good. Like, and then she's like, Oh yeah. I'm like, and I went over to the nurses and like helped them like, you know, uh, clean her off and then cut the umbilical cord. And I think it was that, I like, she was like holding my hand. Like I had her holding my hand and stuff or my finger or whatever. And it was just like, it was, it was kind of like this moment of like, oh, like leading up, it was like, okay, we working towards something. And it's like, oh, like it's here. Like you're here. Like, what's up? Like we have, we, you have a name. Like, <laughs> like, let's, like this is what, but at the same time, it was so crazy because of just hospital and like fluorescent lighting and it's loud and everything. So you're trying to like connect, you know, but then we're able to, you know, get isolated and have our own room time. And then it's just, you're just like, wow. Like at least for me, it's just, you spend a lot of time being like, she's here. You're like, whoa, like, that's crazy. You know, and then trying to think about whatever the next steps are. Cause I feel like everybody says it's when like the work really starts and it's like pretty much, yeah. You know, you're kind of like, are right, you here? Like, now we gotta get out of the hospital. <laughs> like I gotta like clean stuff up. I gotta get the car like out. You know, all, all those little things start to come back. But it's a lot of just these isolated moments, of just like looking at her and being like, "Dang, like you're here. Like it's crazy." Do you catch yourself in the middle of the night, like checking to see, uh, like how she's doing? I know you said like you're normally like you can be no. a night owl at times because of your background and stuff. But like I know that. Uh, for a lot of dads, uh, definitely for myself, you know, that fear grips you almost simultaneously as like they come into the world. It's like, wow, this is new thing in the world that, that I've been waiting for my whole life. And like, here, here, here he is, or here she is. And then it's like, whoa, this thing just came here that I've been waiting for my whole life. Here it is. You know, like that, that almost like dichotomy of emotion that you would have of, one being so excited, but then also one being like incredibly fearful at the same time. Do you have that? Did you have that feeling or are you experiencing that at all? I mean, like I said, like, especially the thing coming to Disney, like my family's from Compton, like I kind of was born in South Central and then even in St. Louis, it was like North County and like North Side. So I feel like I have a hefty amount of anxiety. Like I was a bouncer too, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, like sometimes I feel like I'm daredevil. Like I'll be having like senses, I think my stuff be like, you know, I, I'm definitely head on a swivel, no lacking, man, for sure. So, like, it's kind of like that was already kind of in me, whatever that that worry kind of thing is. But um, I was really lucky or it, it was interesting. My mom in high school was like a foster care mother and like she was like really into social work and like advocacy for like adoption, like getting kids adopted and stuff. So we used to take care of kids like right out of NICU, like baby babies. And I think at least some of that helped curb for me now mm. like a decade plus later it's just like it helped curb some of my initial like what, what's that cry like what's that sound like um but still even 
with all that saying all of that like sometimes she'll just make noises like while she's sleeping peacefully and it just like and i'm always just yeah. like a little bit like, like what yeah like <laughs> just there's still that part but like i think that at least curved it so it's not like he's like because we have i got you know the setup and everything i i got all the little gadgets and everything so i mean it's a little bit of that takes some of the the mental stress off too because i just be like all right but like she's good like has there been anything that you feel that relates to like some of your passions? Like take, like kind of think about like now being a dad and I know it's still is a new dad. Like, how does that make you feel, you know, as, as a writer? Wow. Um, <laughs> I think life, I mean, being a writer, I mean, being at least a good one, it's like a lot of it is about, is ego self-reflection like how you see the world what you're trying to say how you're trying to present what you're thinking to the world <laughs> and like it's a lot of internalization and at least for me it's a lot of historical checks and thinking about the past and history and thinking about my family and what they contributed to society and the world and you know in, in that time period that they were here and i think for me i always knew that i wanted to have a family that i wanted to you know like have children so i think now I, I used to get on my grandma's head like a lot I mean, like she used to write in journals every day and i'm just like all right cool now it's time to truncate that like <laughs> i need that history like i need you know her to know you know i need my you know daughter to know these things that i know that i've been familiarized with that like i've been taught and educated through my grandma and my mom like my entire life but now it was just like oh like it's important like it's not like cool things that i know about my family it's like no I, like it's informative you know, information that like I really want her to have. And I think about, I mean, that just for writing and creative, I think that starts to just change your mind on like other people and, you know, what their situations are. So, I mean, shout out to like all the, you know, really dope dads that I know who like reached out to me that like I've worked with or like been homies with before and just like have been supportive because like it, you started to see a lot of my friends were already dads <laughs> who were in the creative space and it, when you start to like see that it, it kind of amplifies you know puts that battery on your back one because of trying to support and you know you can't just art and be broke anymore you gotta like you know connect the dots and, you know that changes yeah. a little bit your work ethic i think for some people so your work ethic is already like you know, I know for me, it's like, oh, I'm never sleeping. I mean, I know I need to and whatever, but you know, that, that, that drive kicks up a lot. Um, but it really just informs, at least for me, just who it is I'm trying to talk to and like how wide the audience is and just some of the selfish stuff that I think when I was writing, when I was in my twenties, I'm like, oh, there she was. <laughs> it's another moment, y'all. Great job. Where, where dad where dad had to stop what he was doing to pay attention to what's happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because look, and that's knowing people too. Like I know two people whose dads didn't pick them up or like check on them or give them attention. And I was like, yeah. mm, not this one. Hold <laughs> on. New dad in his element, y'all. Big facts. Hopefully for these dads that are listening, it's bringing them back to some memories of when their babies were babies, not so much babies anymore. Uh, and for those dads that are about to be dads, they hear this and they're like, okay, well, if Xavier can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, diver take, yo, I seen one of the, like, and then back to the creative dad thing, where I saw this, like, I was doing a pitch to, I, I don't know, whatever, like, I was uh, pitching a uh, legendary for a movie with this black director who's like, 
my like idol like top three people ever like like i'm talking like robert townsend level like this like Ava like level and he was changing his baby diaper bro like mid-pitch and i was just like <laughs> yo love if, that if he can do that like yeah i mean i'm like I a little bit of like also just shout out to women out there because like i know some upper level writers who producers mostly especially if you're writing in this industry who like i've seen you hop right back on the zoom room or the writer's room like after having a baby or something i'm just like wow like and i think a little bit of that is like also learning how to have some self-control but knowing what you are comfortable with with your work schedule and then talking with your partner a thousand percent about like what that looks like because you know it's not like a day-to-day for me it's like my job and career is really like based off opportunity and like making my own or making things happen so because of that it's not like oh i'm gonna show up at 9 a.m and i gotta like it's more like hey i got this coming up at 11 like would that work and if it doesn't work like <laughs> like can we <laughs> switch off or whatever like just even figuring out little things being finding out what people are cool with kids and not that cool with kids i feel like is this <laughs> this yeah. age too where you'd be like oh some people really got a tolerance for like the baby on the zoom and some people are not about it like they're like why are you <laughs> doing this to us <laughs> like this is the you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so it's a lot of that figuring out. But I mean, but do back to your question. I think it just it informs a lot of the storytelling. I think it just makes things that I write just have a little bit more of like, who am I trying to talk to? Like, how am I trying to get the story to come across? Like, who is this for? Like, if my daughter watches this, what will she get out of it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if it's just like, you know, it's it's those start those thoughts start to come in a little bit rather than when I was 20 and I'm like, oh man, I'll make a pilot about my life. And it's like about drinking and like turning up and like how to, it's like, all right, I, there's a little bit less. <laughs> well, I'm glad everybody had a pilot about their life and then drinking and stuff was in it. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure there were I want to figure out what to do. Well, yeah, like it's me and back was being secure evening. in Atlanta. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, like it's all of these. It's being a toxic twenty-year-old. We get it. It's a show. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Oh man. So I mean, you 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 have said that it kind of influences the, the the storytelling, and it provides you sort of like a different uh, a lens with that. And I mean, like you're you know, like I said, few weeks in, but for the last nine months, you've been kind of prepping for this uh, aspect and. Um, for me, that's something that is also very interesting to also talk about and kind of explore because there's a lot of development. And I think both physically, uh, mentally, emotionally that a dad can go through in those nine months, not to take away from women, not to do anything like that, but this is a podcast about dads. So we're talking about dads. Um, sure. what was that? What, what, what was that nine months? Like, I know you mentioned you guys had a parenting plan, which is great. Um, if you guys yeah. don't know about that, that are listening to the podcast, definitely look into it. You can check in with the local hospital, uh, that you have, that you're going to be giving birth at. You'd be able to utilize that too, as well. And they can help you out with putting together like parenting plans. Um, spoiler alert. We are also working on a parenting plan ourselves at black American dad. So hey. that is something that we will have eventually, but for those nine months, um, kind of through like if you were to look back and kind of reflect on that like what was that like for you all the way leading up to the first time you meet eyes oh my god i mean because i mean it's so because i was saying growing up with uh just watching my mom and then helping her with like the fostering situation like 
like being handed a baby like i think that that i was like ready for that part like give me that baby lit know how to feed it know how to do formula know how to all that know how to give out like i was so confident about that but like supporting somebody for like that time period in like a way that was helpful i think was like probably one of the hardest parts about the process because it is so much anticipation so much like you know you've been with somebody that you're in love with it's so much like reconnecting on conversations and like being like but like how do you really feel about like this aspect of like if you know being when she's like six years old none of it's real it's all hypothetical but just like re kind of you know doing a check-in you know basically a lot and a lot of the i feel like especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time like a lot of stuff that you fall on that is not healthy literally trying to like deadline work on it like as in like all right well, we haven't gotten here with this we should probably work on it before this you know sort of moment so a lot of like just i think a lot of communication and just a lot of like you know talking about lack of sleep i feel like my sleep was like almost different before in the nine months because the nine months is i guess what, what the difference is is family versus you have a family but it's family when you're actually the person who's providing and not necessarily working together but like something's going to be relying on you you know and i think that that mm. nine months was a lot about like less about the fear of like how are we going to feed it and how but more about like like how are we going to feed her spirit like her soul like how are we going to feed her future like how how you know have we checked in with our family how do you feel about what are you how are you good with boundaries when it comes to your grandparents are you good with boundaries when it comes to grandparents just re kind of get in there and i think a lot more parents feel that like anxiety and that like like in the anticipation and that anxiousness more of like because it's it's just all these questions and for people like me who like to plan questions are like the worst thing in the world because i'm every day i'm like no nah, i gotta get the house right i gotta do this we gotta you know get the gotta get the baby room together and we have to you know do all of these things and it's just like oh no like that was just all stuff that was to make us feel good because once she's here like the rules are <laughs> all over the place like there's nothing you could really do about she it she makes the it, rules yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you know so it just is like it was that common thing it was like oh she's here now like we just we did what we were supposed to do during the nine months like we you know got our doula try to go through our sort of like midwives and situations and like try to like did all the tests and like try to eat right and try to you know you do all of that stuff and you try to keep up with it but like <laughs> At the end of the day, like all you want is like you know a happy, healthy baby. So like, I think it's I think so. I don't know. It was like reading online, like someone were saying it's like blocked that part of their experience out sometimes, like those nine months. And I'm just like, I don't even understand how. Like, I, like that that was like the pre the the the, the epilogue, like the that just this huge. But at the it didn't the moment that felt really huge. Basically, just ended up feeling very secondary to <laughs> once you got the kid you know yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. oh it's like all, all that of that was like oh yeah it's all gone now this is here now this is present and it, it you know it, it's you're right at the beginning of it like i'm eight eight years removed from that like as of like tuesday cone just turned eight um oh, on tuesday congrats, and oh yeah uh huh. what i learned like thinking about like going back to like what was that like that nine months it's it's hard i can remember the nine months but it's hard for me to remember 
things prior to that. Like there was so much of a shift in regards to like what you're thinking about. And it was so much of a shift of who you are, what you believe, you know, things like that. And then of course the, the stuffing of additional memories that you right now, all of your memories are yours yourself, what you create, right? In your brain, what you remember, it's always things like that. Now you're going to have somebody else who is daily giving you new things that will be stuffling into your mind of like memories and moments, things like that. And that is something that I realized now eight years of this, like I have so much like Cohen shapes so much of my mind that while it still is me, but it's like, there's this new version, this hue over it, if you will, of kind of like this, this color that has given me a whole new perspective uh on what i can be or what i am capable of and i would like you know hearing you talk about it and like in just these beginning stages of it i want to know like what you think about like you're so futuristic and stuff so the question that i'm getting to is when you're laying in bed finally baby sleep uh the mom is asleep you're just laying there you're finally getting that moment to relax when you're looking at the ceiling what is it that you think about what keeps you up at night <laughs> man that's so funny because that was good to hear we said it eight years because it'd be like i'd be like yes there's a moment where like sleep will happen schedule school like you know saying babysitter slash you know the, the you know gg pulling up whatever that you know will get more time i think for me right now as a new dad that like it's just a lot of trying to trying to get us ahead and i mean i know that that's silly but like that's I try to help myself not go far into the future as I did when I was in my twenties. Cause one, it can burn you out super hard. Like very much so like, especially cause being disabled as well. Like I just have to like be very smart about how I'm spending my mental energy, especially with her. Cause it's like, I don't want to get gassed out on like my diabetes and like on that process of pumps and insulin and vials and needles and whatever and then get myself mentally exhausted because I'm thinking about movies and TV and pitches and, you know, I haven't talked to, you know, my rep in, you know, a few days and like just those, a lot of that stuff for me would have been focusing on and trying to do at night is really just to drop a lot of those like initial worries and like just those things that I remember being like that. I, I just write that shit down. Like, sorry, I just write that down for <laughs> editing purposes, but like, I just write it down. All of that stuff that, is a task or something like that i just write it down because really the things i think about now are just like her like and the family part of just like you know how can we get how can we be set up for tomorrow like you know the dogs gotta get fed like she's gotta get fed like we have to you know have the garbage out like we got you know the little genie diaper thing is filled up like we got to take that you know just those kind of things and it's kind of been super freeing i think because it just starts to put you a little bit in at least for me it puts me a little bit at ease because i'm just like everything that ain't them i'm kind of just like i'll bet like it's fine <laughs> like everything that's not my family i'm just like all right well i'm sure that'll get handled somehow like or what you know it's it's very interesting like how that 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 sort of uh the release at least started to happen for somebody like me of just not caring so much about as much as I would focus on back in the day and worry about, like, I, I, I don't forget anything. I have a long memory. I'm talking about, especially in this industry too, and just like even people in certain like situations, I'm just like, oh, like, oh yeah. Like I cared about that enough to hold on to it 
up until this point now i'm just like oh like that's just literally useless bandwidth like <laughs> i don't know if that's the way that it happens for other bands but like that <laughs> useless bandwidth starts to things don't matter yeah it's like, it's like this doesn't matter i don't care throw this out of my mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like exactly like it's so i mean like i'm and for me it's very freeing i'm like this is oh this is lit like i totally see why some of these confident parents like just be you know like i was i was the irish goodbye leave at 9 p.m or leave early out of the event before <laughs> now <laughs> oh, I'm not respecting none of y'all events. It's a wrap. Like, I'm coming in and out when I want to. You kidding me? Are you no, serious? Yes, I understand. I know exactly what you're talking about. Making that transition and thinking about that. It's like, look, you have a priority one, and it, and it's grounded and it's respected. So it's like, yo, if it's not at a certain time, like then. It ain't happening. Uh, and I get that, man. I think that that's a, that you are on the track uh, already and, and, and already doing great things. And I think that that speaks to like, you know, your maturity and your wisdom, your intellect, and just your ability to be like connected to yourself is what I see so much in like how you are going to be a great dad and have already started out great. So I'll end you, cause I don't want to take up, I know you got stuff to do. So this is our last question. Uh, oh, and I was going to tell you, like, don't feel bad about writing stuff down because everything, God. like I said, I was like, you got oh, it. You hit God. it. Because I was like, this is write it down. Great. You keep moving forward for those dads that listen. If it doesn't, if you don't write it down, it doesn't exist. One of my mentors told me that. If, if you can't write it down, it doesn't exist. Write yeah. things down. It's not cheesy. It's not corny. It's cheesy and corny to try to remember everything. That's cheesy yeah. and corny. Yeah. Use what get you gotta whiteboard, do. Get a bulletin board. Yep. Do whatever no you gotta do. No pads. If you got proposal notes on stuff, so you don't just do it. Just do it. Just, what just see, write it down. Do it. Then you don't have to worry about it anymore. And you already are doing that. So you're off to a great start. So the last question is um, you're new. So this is gonna be an interesting, you're our first like newborn, newborn dad uh, that we've had in these of like 50 podcasts. So <laughs> I would ask you this. Why is it important for you to build your dream? Well, it's important for me to build my dream because I think I talked about it before, but especially when you have a child and you're building a family, it just means that legacy and how you got here is really informative to just your story and like who you are, even if it's something that you're not interested in. Even if it's something that you may not think informed your story, it totally informed everything that, you know, your story is. And, you know, dreaming is, you can only dream if you know exactly what you're trying to, you know, get to or the place you're trying to get to. Otherwise, you're just dreaming lucidly or dreaming open. No, it's like you're dreaming because you want to do something. And a lot of times it's like it might help to, uh, build that strong foundation if your child knows that you had dreams and had a way of trying to execute them or that your grandparents had dreams and tried to execute them and even in the failure i feel like you can get a lot of information out of that and i think that that's kind of where i'm at with just trying to <laughs> teach her eventually and like once we get to that level or just what i'm just trying to set up with my own career and life is just for her constantly to feel like oh no like dad you know constantly went for it whatever went for it meant to him like he you know decided to you know start rapping again he was writing for disney like he 
you know, he made his dreams occur and grandma like you know Gigi like my mom was like there when I was a kid being like I don't understand what this is but like your cousin was on a TV show so go talk to him like just being like supportive of just whatever I was trying to figure out you know and I think that that's kind of like going to inform just how I move as a dad for sure and like as a parent and like what we're just trying to put in our family is just like it same thing with her mom her mom was a professional dancer who was working in like insurance and like finance or whatever and then like moved out to LA and it's just like to pursue our dreams and it's like it's gonna be too hard in this house to <laughs> if she's you know whatever my daughter wants to do is gonna be too hard in this house to tell her not to go for it because <laughs> what are we gonna look like like trying to tell her <laughs> no like to be right. honest the dancer know? and the and the writer like yeah i can't do anything like okay <laughs> yeah yeah literally everybody told me to stop doing this and i saw nobody who looked like me in my space for like almost the entire time so it's just yeah. like okay well if i don't tell her that it's real then like you know who will and it's like it's just important because i just it, i think it just changes everything i had it and i think if i didn't have that i don't know if i would be as far um, or at least it's happy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like in, you know, a mansion or anything like that or whatever, but like, I'm definitely feeling like I'm supposed to be at where I'm supposed to be at. And I think that that's like, if I can give that to her, like that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it first from him. So. New, new. <laughs> I don't know if I was Davey proud of Joey Diggs. Joey Diggs be out here. He's like a real artist. Yeah, hey, 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 yeah like, yo, you <laughs> dropping dimes too, bro. I, I feel the poetry. I feel it. I feel the way that you was bringing everything full circle. I saw how you looped it, and it was great. Uh, yo, y'all, this is this is the, the best part of the podcast. Xavier, shout yourself out. Tell the people where they can find out more information about you, about the projects that you work on. Yep. Everything, all things Xavier. This is your moment. It's your moment in the platform. Go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. Uh, so we're dropping. Uh, so you can find me on all music platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Is Eat More Apples. We're dropping a music video this Friday called Jim Carrey. And it's like a whole The Mask kind of tribute. And it's very poetry, kind of like no namey kind of vibes or whatever. Um, that's a part of my writing that's super crazy. And got a Disney short coming out in 2023 called Black Belts, which I'm very proud of. It's about it's a black father-son story in Compton and definitely just came straight up from just me trying to work through stuff with my dad who's alive and we just have always had our back and forth and just kind of that struggle of masculinity and being a blurred and being into kung fu and all of that so that's coming out in 2023 so everybody should look out for that too and i mean i'm just i'm a creative so follow me on all social media platforms as i think i'm pretty much i think i'm dark skin champagne poppy on all on tiktok yeah. and instagram still i'm still yeah so still dark skin champagne poppy on instagram and tiktok shout out to the disney marketing team that's gonna have to push that and then <laughs> xavier styles on twitter and then um yeah just xavier styles google me i'm just um usually up to something that's for sure <laughs> but this friday for sure uh new music dropping and then 2023 Disney man and then I, I have a short film coming out uh, somewhere in between that too called K-Fab which is going to be pretty badass boom y'all heard it man this man doesn't stop working follow him get involved ask questions reach out uh, but support support this new dad support him on his journey uh, and continue to champion for us too as well if you can thank yeah, you guys so to, much bro. for taking the time 
Uh, Xavier, thank you so much. Thank Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Tune in for next week for another great Black American Dad. Thank you for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Hopefully you enjoyed the stories of a father daring to dream. Now, if you do have somebody that's in mind that you think could fit our show or you have some questions about the Black American Dad Foundation, you want to learn more, you want to donate to the Black American Dad Foundation, email us at blackamericandad at gmail.com. Subject line it after bedtime and then go into a little bit about what you want to know. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again and have a good night.